Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Thanks for tuning in to the Big Nose Podcast, a platform for me to nose into other people's business. On this podcast, I strive to share with you stories from a range of different people over various different topics. So before my nose starts twitching any further, let's get down to business. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Big Nose Podcast. This week on the podcast, I wanted to find out more about the rising success of Ireland's very own OnlyFans content creators. To this end, I thought it best to speak to someone who is at the top of their game on this platform. I'm joined by Naomi Hackett, and I'm delighted to have you on the show today. Hi, how are you? You know, just before we start, I know what OnlyFans is only after researching some of the stuff I've seen online. But for anybody who's out there that's listening and, you know, has heard about it, can you explain what exactly OnlyFans is? Basically, it's a platform for content creators. Now, it doesn't have to be explicit, but most people tend to put up some photos and videos onto their private page and for you to see them you have to subscribe basically so it's whatever people really want to share and i know in more recent times it's become a platform for as you said explicit content how did you first come across OnlyFans yourself um i've seen a girl locally who started doing it and within weeks she was making more money than she knew what to do with so i looked into it and found it interesting and I just went with it. So it was just through word of mouth and obviously she was having some success in terms of generating good money uh, and that's what sparked your interest originally. Yeah, that is. But I'd say it's the same with everyone, you know. Yeah, it's just a case of finding your, your niche in it. So that's how you got into OnlyFans. When you're starting up your account, what did you decide to start it? Was it starting out uh, first with, you know, personal pictures or, or how did you decide what you type of content you wanted to create? I subscribed to a few people and got ideas from there, but I kind of started off all in. <laughs> all in, so kind of explicit. Explicit. So that's kind of probably where OnlyFans has probably got its reputation in more recent times in terms of the explicit content. In terms of what you get for your money in terms of a subscriber, how do you break that down in terms of earning money? Yeah, so I know a lot of people do have their page locked at whatever price, which is fine. Before you subscribe, you'll be able to see how many posts, like photos and videos that person has up. And then you can kind of go from there. Now, in the person's description, their bio, as you'd call it, yeah. they will have what they offer on their page. So that's how you can kind of debate. Now, some girls do have, let's say, their page for $15. Some girls do just offer non-explicit content at that price. And then there's some girls who might even be cheaper that offer everything. So... It just depends on looking around. It's kind of like shopping. Like you won't know until you try it. The dangers of the online shopping, especially in lockdown, <laughs> you can be searching around different things and getting different prices. I imagine it's pretty much the same on OnlyFans. Oh, exactly. Yeah. So that's why it's kind of good that a month is offered because then you can decide you don't want to continue following whoever after a month, which is perfectly fine and normal. So it's a good option. And in terms of on your page, there's obviously you know ways you can earn more money depending on what content you're creating and obviously when you subscribe to your page there's different ways in terms of maybe you might get requests or there might be requests from other content creators to do collaborations can you talk through that for a little bit in terms of what collaborations you might do and what the benefits to you or the other person that you do it with so like the way i've done collabs i've 
reached out to girls and I, I don't look at their followers or anything like that because it doesn't bother me um but it works good that in a way if you were to collaborate a girl then they're posting their content on their actual explicit page and you're posting it on yours and you're kind of merging fans and then they're swapping over and maybe joining the two pages um, and paying for them both so it's a good way to kind of promote yourself and put yourself out there even if someone hasn't got that many fans on the other page it's still good publicity for you like so um that's a way to earn extra money and then there's obviously the requests like maybe dressing up or some people like a little bit of a kink or a fetish thing so yeah there's all there's each to their own everybody likes something different but i'm sure i'm sure with that there like a portion of any society or any population there's I'm sure there's been some strange requests that you've gotten in over the over the time that you've been on it so far. Oh, there has. Every day there is something new. But I've actually kind of learned to just be like, yeah or no. I'm not even shocked anymore. And that says it all. <laughs> really, it's that it's that case. You've been kind of numbed against the, the, the way in which, you know, different people will send in their, con- uh, their content requests. Yeah, I'm just kind of, I either go with it or I either don't. And people do be kind of respectful. Like, if you don't want to do it, nobody does be bad towards me and that that's my experience but i've had a lot of respect well that's good because in a world where there's a lot of um negativity going around online and you know we all went are aware of what happened with the be kind kind of initiative that went online it's it's good to hear that you're strong enough within yourself to say you know it's water off a duck's back but at the same time when people when you do say no that you're getting respected for doing that yeah like i like i find a lot of the time if I was saying to my friends, oh, you'll never guess what someone said to me about doing it. And then I tell them and then they're like, oh, but you kind of knew, like, you get that at the start. And I'm like, I shouldn't have been, I shouldn't, I don't think I should be in a position that I have to just tolerate abuse or, or tolerate bad comments. Like, maybe just, if you don't like something, scroll on. There's no need for people to write a negative message or a negative comment or to say something to someone else knowing it'll get back to you like I just don't understand the logic of people actually going out of their way to tear someone else down like I just it's beyond me to be honest totally and and you're putting yourself on this platform to do what you want to do and people come on and it's a level of respect between the person who's creating the content and the person you know requesting the content and that and that's an important part as well and you know more experience you get with running the the content online i suppose it's easier for you to just say no or, or yeah is there anything actually sorry is there anything that you wouldn't do well if you really want to know stuff like people fantasize like oh have you any siblings and all that and i'm just like no don't even start i wouldn't even acknowledge that kind of thing or that message so i just kind of tend to be like no i'm sorry no that's not going to happen so yeah. that'd be it'd be that kind of stuff like the, the weirdness when it comes out on people but i suppose i expected that anyway when i made my accounts yeah well you know we're a society of weird people and i think when you're hiding behind a, a keyboard or, or a phone screen there's probably stuff that people would ask that they wouldn't generally bring up in public if they were if they were out there so that's probably that side of society that you're getting a uh, thing that we touched on previously in the conversation is about you know the fact that when you're doing it, you're, you're self-promoting yourself. You're really, you're marketing yourself. You're an entrepreneur in that sense. And when I wanted to discuss OnlyFans and talk about OnlyFans, the conversation of women showing off their body confidence or the empowerment of women often comes up. Do you think this is a relevant factor in today's society? Oh, 100%. I find that when I do it, for me, it's so empowering because I feel like women are always 
frowned upon or shamed for enjoying sex, for enjoying themselves, for wanting to explore and stuff like that. And OnlyFans just has no limits. Like, there's people of every colour, every race, every body size, uh, everything you can think of. There's people that have, like, changed their gender and stuff like that. And it's just amazing to see on the platform because it's not like you have to be this tall, you need to be this skinny. And that's really empowering to see just so many women loving themselves, loving their stars, loving their stretch marks. There's some pregnant women on it as well, which is just amazing to see. And I think it is really empowering because it kind of takes the stigma away from women can't enjoy doing this, they can't enjoy sex, they can't enjoy talking about it. So I find that really empowering. It, it is, you know, and as as we, we touched on, it's 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 a society that we live in. We're moving towards a level of acceptability. And in old Ireland, where stuff like this would be swept on the carpet or it might be frowned upon, if you're confident doing it, you're happy within yourself, and okay, you'll you'll come up against some negative negative comments. It's uh, It's great to see that women like yourself young women like yourself particularly you know have the confidence within themselves and i'm sure you have friends around you that might look at you and say wow i'd love to be her you're in your early 20s compared to the average 20 year old your age and and the income that you're generating through only fans compared to the average job how significantly different is it i could be making maybe a few months working my average job in a week a few months wages in the week doing OnlyFans so it's quite a substantial amount now I do work full-time as well myself I'm out of work with COVID at the moment yeah so it is quite a substantial amount and it's really good I had to get my accountant on, on it as soon as possible yeah because when the money starts coming in there's a well this is it and and there's there's ways around it as I, I also find doing it anytime I do something like this or radio talks I can't help myself, but when the podcasts and that are uploaded, I do look through the comments and I def- defend myself. Um, and there's a lot of comments like, oh, wait till the tax man gets her. Is she even paying tax? All this stuff. And I do just roll my eyes because anyone doing this job, as long as I've been doing it, if they haven't got an accountant or sorted out their taxes, they'd be very, very foolish. So most people have. So I, I the comment does just bug me. But anything else, I'm kind of just like, ah, sure, people have their own opinions with them. You know, it's it's a form of business. You're, you know, at the end of the day, you're 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 running your own business. You are promoting yourself. You are your own businesswoman at this stage. And not to have an accountant would be very foolish. And as you said, you know, those comments can, you know, you don't want the tax man coming back at the end of the year, slapping a nice big uh, bill on the end of the year, ruining your Christmas, do you? Yeah, I know, yeah. Living in Ireland, and we all know how small Ireland is, and you know Dublin. When you come live in Dublin, it's even smaller. Everybody knows everybody's business. Have you had experience of this? And what would and would you know people who subscribe to your your content that you know you might say that's unusual? I've had a lot of people that I know subscribing to me, which is fine by me. Everything's discreet with me. Um, I don't care. I have heard like I haven't actually had people come up to me in the street. Now I have had word of mouth talk like oh so and so was saying this about you and then if i seen them in person and i approached them about what they said they don't they're blank there's nothing there like they can't say anything so i've had a lot of that now because i find a lot of people are very brave when it comes to saying stuff online comparing to when they actually see you in the face they can't say anything to you so i've actually never had anything like that happen to me in the street but if i ever do then i just feel for the person that's gonna that's approaching me so 
And this is it, you know, there's a lot of keyboard warriors out there, as I said before, and uh, it's easy to hide behind a computer or, or a mobile phone screen. And, and when you're in the shops or you're walking down the street, when we'll hopefully get back out walking and socialising again, it's a, it's a completely different thing. And it's it's a gas situation to be in where you know someone have been talking about you and you see that person and you confront them and then all of a sudden amnesia sets in and, <laughs> and they completely forget what they said or, or what they didn't say. Um, yeah. Linking um, your social media platforms as you have done with your OnlyFans account is something that not just you do, you, you have done, but a lot of content creators do. What is the benefit of doing this? Um, well, when I first started, I had a couple of thousand Instagram fans, followers, whatever you want to call them. Um, now, it wouldn't have been many. It would have been about five or six thousand. So when I linked my account, I just the subscribers flew in now don't get me wrong nine nine times nine out of ten of them subscribers probably would have been people being nosy but that's kind of how i built myself up on my platform to get more subscribers would have been through instagram so the more you put yourself out there the more you get back from it so that's my experience but the one thing i wanted to ask you as well obviously it's um to stay relevant like on instagram facebook or to you know continually create content it can be tiring at times. Have you ever felt like, you know, I don't want to do this anymore? Or, you know, I, I know I haven't posted a video or shared some content in a couple of days. I'm not really up for it. Do you ever feel I've taken a break away from it? Yeah, no, of course I do. Um, Like there's been plenty of times where I wasn't feeling well or I was sick or I was just having a bad day with my mental health and I just kind of took myself off for a day. But in fairness, I really do enjoy doing doing it and i enjoy interacting with all my subscribers so i know a lot of girls i know a few that would delete their page and then a few months later get back up and do it that way but i've actually always been consistent with it because i want the best results and the more money for myself and the more fans so kind of want to keep everyone happy so but yeah i am enjoying doing it so i have no thoughts kind of quit at the moment i'm just going to see where it leads me yeah, to go go with the flow, as they say. What feedback do you get from your friends? Because obviously you're obviously publicising your content and it doesn't happen in a vacuum. And, you know, as you said, people within within your circle of friends or maybe within society that you mix with will have seen your content. Do you ever get feedback off your friends or, or your family or even do, you, do your family know of what you're doing online? When I first started doing it, I started out with a significant amount of friends and I have lost a lot. But I just kind of took that as a blessing in disguise. Um, if they want to go, just let them go. I'm not going to fight for them. But the friends that have stayed around me have just been so supportive and they've been so great. I just couldn't, like, thank them enough, kind of. But, um, like, if I have a photo and I don't know what to make of it, I'm like, oh, should I upload that? Should I not? I'm close enough with my friends to get their opinions and send it to them. So... I'm happy at my level of comfort with them. So it's always good feedback from them anyway. So, and there's a lot of them that have said to me, I would do it if I could do it anonymously or if my family wouldn't find out. So a lot of people are kind of in the same mindset. Why do you think the people who left you in terms of your friends did leave you? Um, Because they kind of consider it maybe me being a porn star or I actually couldn't even give you a definite answer as to why people do leave someone for choosing to do that. Like, I actually, I don't know myself. And I never actually went out my way to say, do you mind asking why you kind of left me or whatever? Because as I said, I don't care. It's, if someone wants to leave, I know 
my work more than to go run after them and find out why they wanted to leave and stuff like that. But I'd say it just comes down to people have this kind of vision in their head that people that do OnlyFans don't respect themselves. So maybe they think people won't respect them if they associate with me. But look, at the end of the day, I have more love than I do hate and I'm completely happy with that. So for every negative message I get, I get 10 of support so as i said your friend obviously your friends but do your family know what you're doing what you're doing on OnlyFans? yeah my family do um now they don't love it but they don't hate it like at the end of the day my parents like i'm their daughter they're going to support regardless they know i'm in my 20s i'm not 16 deciding to do this and they know i wasn't forced into doing it it was my own decision so in their head they're just like if she is making a mistake then let her make that mistake at the end of the day they can't kind of protect me forever or whatever i'm a woman so i can make my own decisions no that's good to hear i know and as i said it you like like us all we, we have to grow up at some stage and we and we do make our own decisions and you know parents some most parents thankfully accept them and if you know what it all falls down you know your parents are always going to be there to pick it back up most of the time what are the benefits you have found of having your OnlyFans? And I suppose you have had a very successful OnlyFans page. What have the benefits been to you? Well, at first, the main thing is money. That's a big factor. But also confidence. I suffered with my confidence um, since as long as I can remember. And then doing that just has boosted me so much. It's actually made me find more friends through OnlyFans. And it's just made me love myself more. And I didn't think I'd ever actually love myself so it's kind of nice in that sense and I find a lot of people do do it for money but for me it's kind of going to be more than just money I feel really empowered doing it and I feel really confident and I used to hate having stretch marks and scars and blah 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 but doing that and the feedback I received from my subscribers has just made it all worthwhile and I really enjoy doing it so yeah, it sounds like it's definitely something that's been able to um, give you a platform to embrace yourself and and from that, you know, get some uh, level of confidence and build on that. And I think you said earlier, you know, you, as you said, you struggle with mental health and, you know, that's a that's a dark place at times. And, and you know, looking at you now, talking to you, you come across very well and you come across very confident. That's that's some transformation. Yeah, I, I think this lockdown like the whole coronavirus the pandemic i think has tested a lot of people mentally and physically like i think in every sense and kind of only fans has been my safe haven to go to when i feel down because i just my subscribers are more than just my subscribers they're my kind of circle of people they're supportive they're just like they're just brilliant to me like so i am um, i'm really thankful for like each and every person that has subscribed to me but yeah it's been really good this year especially like financially that people are at home and i've actually had a few messages of people that are would text me through only fans and go hey i don't know you and i subscribe to you because i'm having a bad time with my mental health at the moment and i've turned into a counselor kind of for a lot of people which i don't mind doing because i suppose if i could help someone slightly then i've no problem staying up as long as i can with them yeah, well, that, that's 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 a, it's a really nice thing to do, and you never know you could be the difference that you know makes someone's day, and you know, and it's not necessarily through the content you create; it's just being there for one of your subscribers, if that's the case. What are the negatives then? I suppose there's obviously you know the weird weird requests or whatever you get from some of your subscribers, but I'm sure there are some negatives uh, to OnlyFans 
that you've come across? Yeah, now leaks would be a main problem, but since becoming illegal in Ireland now, it's a lot of people are scared, which rightly so. I hope they're terrified to leak anyone's stuff again, but leaks is a problem. Um, then there would be OnlyFans taxing you on top of revenue taxing you, and then there's just keeping subscribers and keeping your amount of subscribers is a bit difficult. It can be testing, but I wouldn't necessarily say negativity from people in there because I don't take in negativity. I just don't want to take in negativity. Um, I'm not going to say nothing's ever gotten to me before. Obviously, it has. I've had my moments. I think people that want to be negative to me, it says a lot more about them than what I'm doing. So I'm completely fine with that. Let them be. Um, but yeah, leaks are a big thing. And how would you monitor your leaks? Is there a way in which through OnlyFans maybe, um, is there a platform which you can communicate with OnlyFans? How do you monitor the leaking of your content? Um, I have all my photos and videos watermarked and tracked, like stamped kind of. Yeah. I do get, I've had a few texts through Twitter saying, hey, I've seen your photos or videos on this site and they send me the links. Now you get some genuine people like that. But then there is also a lot of, group chats for all the girls and even the boys that do it and we do just share around if there ever are leaks we share the leaks into the group chat to look and see if you're in there yourself and then we report it to company that the page is up on so it'd be just that way we do it but i've been lucky enough with leaks i haven't had too many thank god looking at the time obviously we're in covid times and it doesn't seem to be ending anytime soon but as you said, you're out working from your full-time job, but obviously this has given you a time to look at maybe focusing on your OnlyFans page and the content that you're creating. But from a lot of research that I've done, there's been a case of there's a COVID bounce or a COVID bonus with a lot of people being at home and exploring the new phenomenon of OnlyFans. Do you think this is something you've benefited from? Yeah, 100%, because people are kind of bored at home, so they have just kind of turned online to test the waters and a lot of people have kind of stuck with it because they enjoyed it and one thing i was wondering about about that is you know there's so much pornography or there's so much explicit content on the internet that's freely available like as they say 99 percent of the internet internet is, is pornography or, or explicit Im images how do you feel how, why do you feel OnlyFans has been able to find a place within that to be able to earn money for its content creators because it's really personal. Like, if you went onto the hub or whatever, you're kind of just looking for whatever to look, and that's it. But with OnlyFans, it's really personal because you can speak to the person, you can get mm. to know the person, you can get requests off the person. So that's a bonus for a lot of people because it feels like they know the person. And some people do kind of like the idea of subscribing to their neighbor and maybe seeing them in the street or in the shop so whatever works for you i suppose it's all about that as you said it's about kind of creating that connection between you and and you kind of it's like instagram anybody you might follow on instagram you feel like you know them after a year even though you've never come come across them in the street or in the pub or whatever it is yeah exactly obviously this takes up a lot of your time naomi but away from the ring lights and the cameras and all that what do you like to get up to when you're off screen I love going for walks on the beach because I live just at the beach. I really enjoy reading as well. Kind of into like nature and being out and that. So that's what I'd enjoy doing. Like I love going for runs on the beach and while well, the gyms are closed. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so keeping fit and getting out into the great outdoors, it's nothing better than for your, for your head in that sense. 
one thing I was wondering, obviously you're in your early 20s and, you know, it's great to be making this type of money in terms of revenue streams. But in terms of sustainability, you know, can this go on for a long time, do you think? Do you think OnlyFans will develop into something different or, or what are your thoughts on that in terms of the sustainability of OnlyFans for yourself? I think it can go on if you wanted to. If you really wanted to stick at it and work and keep at it to get the results, then yeah, it definitely could go on. Some people kind of just want to do a short term for a bit of money, um, which is completely fine. But I am happy enough to just stick at it and see where it leads me. But at the same time, I will be like doing other things. Like I will work my full-time job and keep that part of me as well, instead of just myself all into this. Is there anything you'd like to say to people out there who are coming to OnlyFans with preconceived ideas? Um, The only thing I'd really like to touch on would be how a lot of people kind of make a judgment before finding out anything like as to why people started it or why they do it and I think that's so unfair because when you look at the rent prices in Ireland to even rent a one-bedroom house you'd be looking at if like a thousand or more and then the price of insurance for young people and all that it's just scandalous like it's robbery like to say the least and then there's people like in the healthcare system like my mother does and she's on little to nothing earning little to nothing and it's sad seeing people in that section struggling financially because the wages are crap in our country so i think a lot of people should really think before they actually judge someone as to why they do something if i didn't do only fans i don't think i'd stand a chance in ireland and i love the country so much but i don't think i'd have stuck around with the price of things if I didn't have that extra income. So it's a bit kind of sad to say, but it is the truth. Yeah, I, I think you're right. There's, there is a level of people coming up from the next generation trying to build a life in Ireland. And people love this country, as you said, yourself and myself included. But, you know, we have seen a lot over the last 10 years of people leaving this country. And down through the years, different generations have gone to, have to, gone to go to the UK and have gone to America to find life but without this it is a possibility for yourself and your own personal circumstance that you wouldn't be able to stay here yeah exactly um and I would be devastated to leave Ireland because there's so much that I'd like to do and places I'd like to actually see around the country because I just know it could be a few years that I leave or a few months maybe I'm not too sure I wouldn't like to leave but the way things are going it's a bit kind of disheartening for young people but yeah it's 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 a bit tough now if i'm honest i know it is if there was anybody listening out there today who wanted to get into only fans what would you say to them they can text me um no but um i would say definitely go for it um if their only hesitation is what people will think then just take that off the books as a factor because at the end of the day it's your money it's your life it's your body and you're completely okay to do what you want with it but definitely start up and do an account if you want because I just find a lot of people hold themselves back over the hate and the negativity and that stuff and they kind of try to remain anonymous which doesn't work now if you want to do it then just go for it because it's been one of the best things I've done in my life at the moment so I would 100% go for it so go for it just take the risks take the plunge and you know what, give you a text if, if, if they want more information. In in terms of that, where can people find you um, uh, on your social media in terms of if they want to check you out uh, and follow up, follow up after this podcast? 
my Instagram is where I'm most active. Now, I'm on a shadow ban, so in order to find me, you'd have to type in the full name. Naomi, it's been great to have you on the Big Nose podcast today. I am more informed. I know much more about OnlyFans. Uh, and as I said, uh, I implore everybody to check you out. And you know what? This OnlyFans isn't going away anytime soon. It's only going to go grow and grow and grow. And it's uh, really empowering women and giving women and men across Ireland a platform in terms of making money but also sharing content that they feel is worth sharing that's perfect I really enjoyed being on it and thank you for having me I really appreciate it being able to talk